Hi, y'all. It's me, Amy Grant. Um, still in the car, waiting for the kids. But while I'm at it, uh, Kevin and Caroline want me to let you know that their next live show, Heaven is for Reels, is <laughs> happening on June the 23rd, uh, 2018. So, you know, that's just in a couple weeks, y'all. They're going to be watching a movie at Rose City Church in beautiful Pasadena, California. Uh, they're not going to announce the movie yet, but I have it on pretty good authority that it is less than two hours, so it'll fly by, whatever it is. Um, complimentary popcorn is provided, they tell me, and they're going to do it like the, that silly robot show where they make fun of those old bad movies, but it'll be with all y'all. How fun is that? You can get tickets right now on goodchristianfun.com slash live. And they probably, you know, tweeted and, and Facebooked all that, all the links and stuff. So you, you can see it there. So hope y'all enjoy it. All right. Maybe, you know what? Maybe I'll be their opener. Maybe I'll be their surprise opener. <laughs> Me, Amy Grant, literally probably the most popular Christian artist ever. <laughs> I think I'm going to open for this podcast show. So, okay, I'll see, we'll, we'll all be there, and I'll see all y'all on June the 23rd. This is a HeadGum Podcast. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because... It was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's Dad's Month. Here's one for all the dads out there. Cops! Who doesn't love them? <laughs> Who wouldn't want to go to the theaters, kick back, and watch mostly doughy white dads in uniform turn their guns on people of color, romance their daughters, and run alongside some Duggars in a blink-and-you'll-miss-it cameo? <laughs> This, unfortunately, is the Kendrick Brothers America. After Fireproof set the cinemas ablaze, writers and directors and brothers Alex and Stephen Kendrick prayed real long and hard, asking the Lord, what other civil service profession can we appropriate for our toxically patriarchal messaging? <laughs> Courageous 
is the story of five dads who decide that the answer to all of society's brokenness is them. Confronting loss and lack in their own fatherhood, these good, good fathers literally write, print out, sign, and have a ceremony for a resolution. The dad dare, if you will, to actively hate their children less or avoid al- alimony payments. <laughs> because if there's one thing that all Bible Belt conservatives can agree upon, it's that you can legislate morality. Hashtag dad goals. Also, never forget that a woman's suffering exists so God can teach men a lesson about how to lead them. Obviously, this movie was made for hella cheap and it made a hell of a lot. But we're here to report a GCF exclusive that the Kendrick brothers have announced three more films in the Daddy Bait franchise, including Faith in the Sewer, Mailmen of the Word, and Garbage Boys. (laughs) So we watched Courageous, and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. Yes. I think I would call it Garbage Gospel gospel in the garbage uh yeah you want to punch up the thing that i did and you didn't do (laughs) (laughs) oh that's what i'm here for i'm just here to like actively improve yeah everything you do i appreciate that you're welcome you're in my rewrite that's right that's that's almost romantic welcome to good christian fun i'm kevin i'm caroline and we're gonna have some good daddy fun daddy fun welcome to dad's month daddy welcome to daddy fun daddy's Tune in, mommies, tune out. Tune out. Please go take a break. (laughs) (laughs) Go nag someone else as they did in Courageous. Listen, nag time, the hours are over. From nap time to nag time, (laughs) one woman's journey into faith. It is unbelievable that there's not a Christian mom movie with that as the tagline. I do wish that they would just, kids in the hall style, admit defeat and just have one man play all the female roles. Because kids in the hall, when they did it, they didn't do it like a joke or like, isn't it so funny that he's in drag? It was just like, no, this is a man playing a woman in this scene. But just have like one assigned man to play all of the female, all the all the daughters and the wives. Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, Christian movies, Christian music, Christian television shows. That's right. We take a look at it. We watch it for you. And we we think, what happened here? And what is funny about it? What's funny? What's not funny? And then we make moral judgments. And we feel better than everybody. That's right. And we insert our agenda. Sometimes. Although, the more and more I do this show, the less and less I have an agenda. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost my agenda long ago. I don't know where it is because we're technically Christians. But at this point, yeah. I mean... Maybe one toe in, one toe out. Uh, I still feel, fr- I don't know. I'm confident in that. Maybe my goal is to convince you. It's convince like a re- me, I'm not a Christian yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or <laughs> convince I'm just myself. Not like, I'm not the Christian you think I am. Mm. Oh, you're a new kind of Christian. I'm a loose Christian. You're like a Rob Bell Christian where it's like, Lucy it's literally anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a couch. You're a Christian. I did see an old friend today from college and, and tried to convince her that there maybe wasn't a heaven or hell. <gasps> wow. How'd it go? Good. She was like, yeah, I thought about this. She's like, I th- <laughs> I, you're right. I, you made some good points. Yeah. I'm all in. Yeah. You're like, well, you. I'm still figuring out for myself. She's like, no, no this is like, it. Thank you. I'm done now. <laughs> I'm going to walk into the ocean. Deconversion stories. Sometimes we we get e- angry emails about deconversion stories. Why do you give platform to so many deconversion stories? It's so confusing to me. Like, if you feel so cure, so secure in your faith, like, why would you feel worried about 
a deconversion story. And maybe some of the people listening are deconversion curious. Ooh. Caroline, <laughs> how's your heart? Pride Month. <laughs> how's your heart? <laughs> my heart's good. I'm feeling good. I had my uh, birthday weekend this weekend, and uh, I feel very celebrated and loved. Good, 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 good. How's your heart? My heart's great. It's better than last week. When we recorded, we were both in a very dark place. Yeah, we were both in a bad mood. <laughs> but the topic for this week is courageous. Oh, yeah. This is the third Kendrick Brothers movie we've done on this show. We are running out. The Kenny Boys. It's only 41 they into it. They make movies. Yeah, they do. They make movie. They do. They make movie. Uh, we, we, uh, they did a movie called War Room that we haven't done yet. That Ooh, came out that's one I want to check out. Is With, that a soldier movie? Uh, I'm not. Is it yes. a soldier movie? It's a predominantly African-American cast. I'm glad they cast. made their way around to that occupation <laughs> as well. The Irwin brothers are the, the voice of black Christian America in War Room. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, but we need a little help to talk about the movie today so let's get a little help in the form of our special guest ladies and gentlemen she is a writer performer comedian from the ucb theater and a dear friend ladies and gentlemen give it the hell up for nina (laughs) concepcion thank you you're welcome you're welcome you're welcome I was a little bit afraid because I was like, have I said her last name out loud before? <laughs> I you got know. it right. And the truth is, I think I have. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever feel like people lean hard into the pronunciation of yeah, it I at all? So. To bit? show off, Just, like, yeah, see, like, I get conception. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with nice. you. Yeah, I get it. Mm, Nina, 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 Nina. Thanks Thanks for thank you so here, much. Nina. Thank yeah. you so much for having Thanks me. Thanks for coming on the show. Really so appreciate excited. it. Mm-hmm. What a treat. <laughs> Nina, well, I, I feel like it's so fun because Nina and I met at roughly the same oh my god i mean what would you call that at that point at which we met but we we just have Thank so much you. i feel like parallel yeah we met in 2011 i want to say wow or 2012 That's so long That's ago seven years six ago. or seven it's years 2011 because i moved here in 2011 mm-hmm. and i went to reality like me and chanel who i moved here with my best friend mm-hmm. went like the day after we landed really yes wow. because we were like you had to find a church we, and we we were really obsessed with the jonas brothers so we oh. knew and that they knew... had like gone <laughs> So famously, for a little bit, the Jonas Brothers did. did. It was like a selling point that I heard multiple people say of like, well, the Jonas Brothers go. I was like, this feels weird, but I'm interested. Yeah, like 100%. Which bro are you into? I was in love with Nick. Frankie? Oh, yeah. Frankie. (laughs) The bonus Jonas. No, Frankie is a real bro- Jonas brother. He's, he's a real bonus? They call him the bonus Jonas. Yeah. And it's very He's sad. the fourth. Yeah. <laughs> is he the cousin Oliver of the bunch? He, honestly, I don't know irrelevant. Is, but yeah. yeah, basically. And like, not cute. He's not even like, like 18 child. now, right? Like, oh, he might so. be a full, he might be a man. I guess so. In, so. Nasty. <laughs> in the eyes of the We're law. We're here to announce that he is now an elder at Reality <laughs> LA. <laughs> so Reality well, LA was... Yo, you have a penis? Yeah. Please, don't preach. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I dick in no vagina. You're in. <laughs> He's got the stuff. Go. Oh, no. We'll oh. let you in our seminary. I love it. Let's uh, just get right to it. Oh, yeah, right. Sure. Well, okay. Oh yeah. Oh wait. So you two met and you uh, yeah. reality, around the same time. And reality LA is a church for people that may not know. Yeah. A church in Hollywood <laughs> that looks, uh, for the most part, it looks from the outside to mm-hmm. be. Fairly uh, modern, progressive. Very, yeah. People, uh, people don't look like fuddy duddies or uppity little no, whatever. No, it's not a fundamentalist seeming. And no. the old teaching pastor there uh, did reflect some of that, like 
like typical LA culture yes. or what most people would identify with in like artist communities. It was very and relatable, stuff. yeah, and mm-hmm. felt like understandable. He wasn't a bro. He wasn't in the no, mold of a, a Carl Lentz or a, uh-uh. yeah, or something like that. That said, that did shift, but. Um, the theology and the underlying core of reality yeah. is pretty conservative doctrine, pretty yep. reformed in a mm-hmm. lot of respects. Mm-hmm. But you and yeah. Chanel connected to the church pretty quick. Yeah, like I, because when I moved here, so I was born Catholic and raised Catholic. Oh. Um, and then I went to a Young Life camp, if you're familiar with oh, Young yeah. Life. Oh, yeah. yeah, in high school or yes. in junior high? Okay, yeah. And going into my junior year, my friend was like, you have to come. And I was just like a Catholic, like we we went every Sunday. Um, I went to CCD, which I just listened to Jessica McKenna's episode. Oh yeah, she uh, talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and I went like very much that similar of like made all my sacraments, um, whatever, but was like, whatever, I don't know. We're just Catholic. Right. I'm from like, I'm Puerto Rican, Italian. Everyone is Catholic. <laughs> um, and then my friend was like, you have to come to Young Life camp. It's the best week of your life. Life, like you're gonna die so then before you went to yeah. young life what did you think it was going to be like versus what it was like? I was scared I I was like nervous because I was like I've never been to camp I've never been to sleepaway oh, camp right, yeah and I was like I don't know like I don't know I just I guess we'll go and then I went and Oh my God. It was just the, it was like heaven. Like Uh, everyone, but for the wrong reasons. Like everyone was beautiful. Like I'm from Philadelphia. So it's a really ugly city. (laughs) Everyone's really ugly. And like, but I love it. It's my hometown. Yeah. So when I went to. Shout out to the Hibbers. (laughs) Two big uggos out there. They're not listening. (laughs) That's true. They're there. They're entertaining their parents. They're our good friends and they're very beautiful. But anyway, are they from Philly? Uh, No, Mm -hmm. they're. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Okay, so I everyone, love Philly. Everyone, everyone was beautiful at Young Life. So I went to Young Life camp, mm-hmm. and everyone looks like an Abercrombie, Abercrombie model, yeah. like Hollister. Like, they're stunning. White teeth. I've never seen teeth I love these white. references, Abercrombie and Hollister's. <laughs> yes. Because like, that is the apex of beauty yeah, the for admit, people well, yeah, of our generation. And this was 2005. Tense. So this was like the peak sure. Hollister. Yeah. And everyone was so beautiful. The, it was so clean. Like, again, mm. I'm from Philly. Very dirty. <laughs> Wait, where it's was like camp? It was in like Nova Scotia or something. <laughs> it was in upstate New York. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and I also went to one in Virginia, which was even cleaner. Uh, um, so even, yeah. Imagine a young so. Puerto Rican Nina saying, I want to go to a spotless camp. <laughs> yes. She's just she's in the corner, pristine. like rubbing it with her finger. Like, look, nothing. It was so clean. I couldn't believe how clean it was. And what, so, so it just felt beautiful. It was beautiful. And, like, and together. And, and I had yeah. never experienced non-denomination, non-denominational Christianity. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't, it was just so fun and cool. And they, like, I ended up interning at Young Life Camps and working oh, wow. there. Like, I got saved. It, it, the Young Life Camp experience is crazy. I mean, they really heavy-handed. You're told all these talks every night, and right. on, uh, then on the last night, the you're Salvation fed. night. Yeah. yeah. And you're, well, when you hear... Yeah, it's like right when they send you out to be saved, basically. Like you're fed. It's pretty structured. It's so structured. You're fed a heavy dinner. You're supposed to feel like, (laughs) I swear to God. (laughs) Yes. Just to sit at home like you're a monster, aren't you? You're like sweating. The weight of sin (laughs) is pressing on your butt right now. I (laughs) swear. And you're just like, and then they're like, you are going to hell if you don't. Ex-. They basically, in so many oh. words, but then they send you out into the camp um, at night and all the lights are off. So you're just sitting Ooh, under the stars. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's really beautiful. And they're like, 
you just you go out there for 20 minutes and you reflect on the word you just heard mm-hmm. and basic it's supposed to be like invite Jesus into your heart that's right. the moment where they you hope people get do. saved yeah. and that's where I got saved like you yeah. know quote unquote and um, it, but it was honestly till this day like it is it was a beautiful experience and mm-hmm. then like I came back in they bring everyone back in the clubhouse and all the staff is singing Prince of Peace um, singing Prince of Peace and I was like this I love Jesus like I freaked out I was in and I was in hard and you still view it as like something like a like a positive experience not that stuff there's a lot of things I really don't like about Young Life but at the base of it there are people doing really good work with that organization Mm -hmm. my sister's still very involved Mm -hmm. and my sister is one of the Christians I describe as like what I think Jesus would actually want a Christian to be Mm -hmm. like her and her husband like really a voice to the voiceless like all that Mm -hmm. so like I think there are people and it was really beautiful and they do a lot they do like Capernaum so like um, that's all um, children with like disabilities they like make the camp um, very um, accessible to anyone with like a physical disability or mental disability teen moms they have a week for teen moms Um, they have I hate that it's called this but they have like urban camp so it's like Uh (laughs) yeah uh oh big uh oh Uh, they call it urban camp and it's so like but at the same time it's hard because then it's like but these kids do get to like go away for a week and really just like experience things they've never experienced it's very it's very like I'm you know it's complicated hard. I it's feel complicated. like that, that's such a microcosm of, of a lot I, of Christian ministry where it's like uh, oh yeah, but I understand like, like I had amazing ooh. experiences and I have some of my yeah. best friends in my life yes. came out of these places yes. yeah so there's good there <sighs> but yeah but anyway so yeah I, beca- I got saved in high school became and it was more like social like when I talk about it I'm like I really just loved how attractive everyone was in like this <laughs> well honestly <laughs> everyone you, was so you have access to a friend group that before then you, you would have no reason to talk to them no reason and there's right. almost an expectation like you have to talk to me we're Christians exactly you have to be nice to well, me well and then once you nice. work your way up to Jonas exactly. you know situations <laughs> then it really really yeah. pays off oh yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so, so was, how did your yeah. parents react to this like very evangelical turn oh my god so my mom so my parents well my parents were divorced they remarried each other uh this year very this weird year? situation wow. yeah wow. very Congrats. strange <laughs> saying cool it's <laughs> talk about it in therapy a lot sure. it's fine um but so they were divorced at the time so like my mom thought we were brainwashed like was like this oh, is a yeah. cult this is weird like she's like comes from a diehard catholic family so does my dad um but then the crazy thing is like she became she got saved like oh. we like evan- uh, evangelized is that how you say it evangelized yeah evangelized yeah to her you and your sister yeah and my okay. other sister then became a christian oh, wow. like we were like on fire it was contagious yeah. it was like i my best well, parents friend. are always in target number one yeah you know, when they're like oh yeah people in your life well and yeah. young life was the first place this is one of the issues where i was told that being a catholic doesn't mean you're going to heaven oh. so that was really yeah. crazy to yeah. hear and it yeah. wasn't young life it was like a one leader in your, um, who I think was just like dumb, you know, like I'm, this isn't sure. a reflection. It wasn't like a young life policy. No. And as we all know, no. Catholics right. are that no. It was like yeah. one leader who like told, like basically was like, that doesn't mean, so then that kind of got in my head where I was mm-hmm. like, then I thought that kind of fed into like this 
pretentious I think Christians can be. Like when I became Christian, I was like, well, I'm the real Christian. Like I'm non-denominational. I'm saved. Right. I this get it is, now. I get it. Uh-huh. Catholics, like um, all these other denominations, they're not really Christian. Right. That was like kind of like the Yeah. They're just like thought. a ho-hum Christian. They yeah. don't even think about it they on Wednesdays. They don't have Wednesdays, a relationship. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think you have almost have to because of the theology that you're given at well, that time. that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like you didn't say the the magic salvation prayer yeah what are you doing yeah and if it's yeah. no one comes through to the father except through me yeah. and it's very narrow and yeah. easier for a camel to pass through blah 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 right, right. so the whole yeah. framework is exclusivity and there's one way and this is it and everyone yeah. else kind of has it wrong yeah. even if we don't say they have it wrong yeah. there's there's such this a pin in your finger oh yeah sorry <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> i'll take it Christ out Kevin. stigmata <laughs> yes. <right> here <laughs> Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to. Oh, I didn't realize Kevin puts pins through both of his hands and feet every episode. I forgot about that. I'm trying to get in character. No, no, you're good. Um, Okay, yeah. So sorry. Yeah, exclusivity. That's a great point you were making. I was just like so floored by that. Anyway. So that was Young Life. Yeah, so Young Life was a huge part. And again, I'm still friends with people in Young Life. I was a Young young Life leader in New York City where I went to college. Mm. I was a Young Life leader in LA for a very short time because it was just, that was towards the end where I was like, I can't, Mm -hmm. I'm not. That's like probably, so then I came out to LA really on fire, like still like, like all my, oh my, I look at like my Facebook statuses from that time and it is (laughs) Nina sometimes will do TBTs of her Facebook statuses. Really? You have your like extra Give me Jesus before coffee or no. something like that <laughs> one one th- the worst one the worst one <laughs> was on earth day i posted <laughs> earth day what about thank like something like thank god jesus sent his one and only son down for us day why because i think it was like around easter yeah and i was really mad people were celebrating earth day <laughs> it, and i was just like it was just crazy That's and so that was when funny. i lived in la yeah. um <laughs> nuts. Okay. that was when i knew you yeah it's weird to have known someone oh for long enough where you both know it because usually you you associate old uh, yeah. habits of belief, yeah, or 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 you know really consequential things like that with yeah. totally different people groups, yeah, with like certain people, or like yeah. with family members are like, oh yeah, my friends in high school and I. Mm-hmm. So it's funny to kind of share that with someone yeah. in your adult life and like to still have like yeah. <laughs> you know continued friendship yes. with them yeah. too. So so when you were going to reality, what yeah. started to happen there? So I was really involved, like at um, community group. I served coffee. I like like was all in and like mm-hmm. loved it. And then Chanel, my best friend, came out and I remember that was really hard for mm-hmm. her. I mean, that's her story to tell, not mine, but like just the way um the church reacted to that, specific like specific people, the way they reacted. That was the first time I was like, "Oh, this is a church that says like come as you are, come as you are, but I, they don't mean it. But like don't, don't come don't come as you are." Right. So like that happened um I'm oh, sorry, to mm-hmm. her. And then to me just like like it was like similar things of like I started dating Kyle who is my boyfriend now we've been together four years so I started dating him and he's not a Christian he grew up in a super conservative like Missouri Missouri small like he knows the Bible like knows way it. more yeah. knows it <laughs> um, and I got a lot of judgment from that and I think the point that I was like I can't be in this church anymore is because like I was like my non-Christian friends were showing me more Christ-like um things than my Christian friends. And that's when I was like, this is so, are we allowed to curse? Ass backwards. (laughs) No, No, it was so fucked up. It really was. And I was just like, I hate this. I hated 
the people in my community group, honestly, there were some people I really loved, mm-hmm. but there was a few that I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I can't. The judgment, um, it was just a lot. Yeah. And and then not to mention like lack of diversity and leadership and- I don't know what you mean. The Diana Wise. <laughs> Or skin wise, and people of well. color, yeah, like, yeah it totally. Was really yeah. hard. It was yeah. a lot of white dudes, and yeah, it was all of that. And I just eventually faded away. I feel like, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's interesting too how the two kind of events that led to all that yeah. were personal relationship based. Yeah, it wasn't. You know, I started thinking about the existential questions of <laughs> blah 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 no. blah. Yeah, because it's like you can do that, and who cares? And let's talk and get coffee, right. whatever. Sure, that one has to do with like. Oh, my friend Chanel was really mistreated, abused, maybe harassed. And when it was like an outpouring of their theology, Mm -hmm. you know, it's when that's when it really starts to make you question. Because you can like Christians, of course, they're going to make mistakes or be assholes sometimes. But when they feel very right, because it's like the theology and the the teachings they were taught, you're like, oh, I don't want to be a part. I don't want to be a part of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I can forgive a mistake, I can't forgive a whole mm-hmm. like school of thought that we're exactly. acting out of. Yeah, yeah. And so like I, I feel like when I fell out of it though, like I fell hard. Like I was like, I am an atheist. Like I don't mm. believe in it. Like I, I went was through that the angry. painful for you. I mean, that's. I think or I did was it feel so like satisfying. It was yeah. like cool. It was like rebellious because yeah. like I never had a rebellious <laughs> phase. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was. I was, but even before I was saved, I've always been, I mean, the Catholic guilt is very real. Like I was always like scared of getting in trouble, Mm -hmm. scared of going to hell my whole life, Mm -hmm. even before I was a Christian. Um, So I was always like very good, you know, like never did anything rebellious. Mm -hmm. So then after I was just like, I hate, like I hate it. And um, so that lasted for a while, I feel like, Mm -hmm. like a year or two probably. So not that long. But I think now I recently had the realization that I don't think I lost faith in like God. I lost faith in like Christianity as an institution. Like that's the difference. And I could separate that now as like a 28 year old rather than when it was happening. I was like, it was like, I mean, it was like four years ago now. Yeah. Mm. So it's like, you know, you're in your like early 20s and just figure, I don't know. No, it's like when, yeah, yeah. It, it's like finding out, I don't know, that some lay Santa Claus isn't real or something. Yeah. And it just feels like, well, I can't do with any of yeah. this, you know? And, yeah. And now, and then eventually like around maturity and like things yeah. when you have time to look back and like soften some of the hard stuff, mm-hmm. you're exactly. able to be like, okay, I can pick this and this is still good and I can yeah. find a way to like independently work with this. A thousand percent. Sure. And I had that realization this year. I think too, because it was like a really hard year and I realized that I just like love, I need prayer like yeah, in my life. Prayer feels very good. It, it's comforting to yeah, me. Some yeah. people are comforted, I think by the idea that like after you die, nothing happens and that's just it like mm-hmm. some that comforts some people to mm-hmm. me it's like i need to believe someone's listening to me mm-hmm. and like that something is going to happen when i die yeah. and praying it's like a form of meditation yeah. so i just realized that this year and i'm like you know what i it's okay that i still want to do that and oh, it's yeah. okay that i still believe in god but i can still have my opinions and like not want to be a part of this thing yeah you know yeah i can still have my opinions yeah exactly <laughs> and the interfaith dating thing like it's interracial <gasps> dating or god. something like that the Honestly. interfaith dating thing i remember even years before you started dating Kyle, mm-hmm. there was a guy in my men's group 
back when I was nice. in a men's group. <laughs> oh my god! And it, it was a, it was a bunch of guys from a bunch of different churches. Some reality, yeah. some ecclesia, some blah blah blah. It is very ecclesia. funny to think of you being in a men's group now. Can you imagine <laughs> men? Can can you imagine? Although truth be told, the one guy I still have a relationship with from the group was yeah. the least uh, toxically masculine. I love that. From that, well, so that checks out. Yeah. yeah, and we yeah, have like similar sense. interests. Yeah. And he also does podcasts. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I remember there was a guy who, uh, at reality, and he started dating a non-believer, nope. oh, a non-Christian. No. And we were like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> I almost said his name. Uh, <laughs> man, give her some space. This is, you don't know what you're doing. This is wrong. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to pray about that. <sighs> and then he you know just kept on dating her obviously right. and then again there was another meeting like hey man i we really think you should blah 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 blah. And he's like yeah thanks for saying that i really appreciate that word and then we get a text over the thanksgiving break saying praise god courtney's come to know the lord her name's not courtney right, uh, right, she's right. come to know the lord and we're all just like, okay. And I remember when he was about to propose to her, one of the guys from the group was like, don't propose to her. This Whoa. is too much too soon. I will say he did propose after like 10 months or something wow. like that. It oh, was, okay. that is it, was it was a skyrocket. And then they had a baby very shortly thereafter. Oh, dang. Nice. No, it, uh, not in a shotgun way. But are just they still the, together? They are still together. Oh, yeah. good. Uh, but, it, it, you know, he tried to talk about the proposal sure, and the engagement. Sure. And it was just one of those things and I, I think we even talked about it yeah. years and years ago. Yeah. But it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't think, even even then, back in 2010 yeah. or 2011, I don't think the fight is worth it. I think a person's going to do what they want they're to. They're going to do. Because the thing is, by all... Well, and that all, makes it sound like they're making a mistake, too. Yeah. And it's well, like, that's what I'm saying, too. You know? yeah. If it's a mistake... And this, this was a big inflection point for my face stuff. Is like, mm-hmm. this is kind of when it fell off whack, where it's like, well, us in the men's group, we did everything we were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. We rebuked him and yeah. we told him to stop and he mm-hmm. didn't. And it's like, you know, even though she did, quote unquote, get saved and then they have a Christian marriage and two beautiful children now, mm-hmm. it's like, it didn't matter. Yeah, none, none of it either way <laughs> All mattered. This rigmarole. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. So it just felt like this really chaotic point to, I remember you telling me about Kyle. I was like, yeah. even at the time when I was struggling, with, like, what do I think about that? But yeah. I was like, the practicals completely outweighed yeah. that because I knew Kyle too and I knew you what a good man he was. Yeah. Just from imp- like going to yeah, UCD. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. hanging out in line so and going weird. to shitty jobs yep. and shows yep. like that. Yeah. And he was a good dude. Like a good dude. And it was just like, and again, one of those things where it's like, I know, pl- and I was one of the, you know, probably assholes at the church at the time where it's like, yeah, this is preferable to what this body of people would say, no, you should date this person. This person's right. not right. This person's not a man of character, yeah. integrity, humility, grace. Yeah, so it's, and, and maybe for those who are have grown up outside of the church, like the, the argument often of when you're dating someone that's not in the Christian church or not like part of your faith, it's obvious, I guess, but like, one big thing is that they'll like take you away from mm-hmm. your faith. Lopsided which is omelet. Crazy. Like, yeah. why would. <laughs> Unequally yoked. Omelet is so weird. Oh, unequally yoked. Uh, yeah, unequally yoked is something they'll throw you throw at you, which is yeah. just that like you both should be at the same place. Yeah. And even the crazy thing is like even if you are both Christians, like everyone's always at a different 
point in their faith anyway so it doesn't matter and it's like this weird technicality but then also that like oh but you know what if you have kids and you can't decide it's like well we can be adults that discuss this you know and figure it out and so it's this very weird of like yeah don't don't let anyone from the outside come in especially into your love Mm -hmm. life and your heart or whatever and i think caring and kind of buying into that paradigm did mess me up from dating for a long time where it's like well, I can't ask her out. I can't quote unquote pursue a woman because oh. I can't lead her spiritually. Yes, totally. I yeah. Can't do oh, this. yeah. Well, that's another thing of like the men in the relationship yeah. have to uh. take on this spiritual leadership role, yeah. which is not a thing. And then, <laughs> and then that not requires like all men to yeah be like slightly ahead of the women that exactly. they want to date or their friends, which yeah. is like okay, so now we're quantifying how spiritual yeah. we are. That's not what this is about. Yeah. And to like what? Yeah, exactly. It's, just, it's very dumb. Well, thanks for sharing all that. <laughs> yeah, really appreciate you opening your heart. <laughs> well, the, oh, was there anything else you wanted to share for? I, no, I that was a huge angry side. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I really appreciate that too. And and on a personal note, because yeah. Nina has been such a good friend to me over the years, mm. as we've gone through these various transitions, we really have life, though. I will say for real, Nina's seen me at the lowest points <laughs> in my life. literally the lowest points and it still continued to be a good and wonderful friend to me and people in the church would say it's the power of christ man i'll (laughs) just i will say that is a testament to the kindness and graciousness of the person i'm talking to so thank you nina so Uh, anyway beautiful wow would love to hear something about me like that someday i'll just hope well when you're a guest on a podcast i host with someone else i'm sure you will Uh, we need to start th- a third podcast. A third podcast, uh, but yeah. for now, let's dive into this first uh, podcast. Come on, guys! Come on, let's go. And you didn't have any CCM stuff or like any Christian pop culture stuff. Oh, right? I, I liked. I loved need like need to breathe. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that. Oh, okay. Like yeah. Jimmy Needham is he one? No, Jimmy Needham. Jimmy Needham. Jimmy Needham. Why Jimmy need Needham. to breathe? <laughs> No, he was like a Need separate artist. He was like really popular at Young Life Camp. Need to Breathe was like, I was like obsessed. All I know is, I am washed by the water. Is that them? Maybe. They sound like that. <laughs> they were like cool Christian. They were like, they didn't explicitly say they were Christian, but they mm. were. Yeah, they're kind of known as like a rock band a little yeah. bit. More than- yeah, yeah, but like they're for Nickel sure Creek Christian. Situation. Like yeah. almost, but not quite. And yeah. like Mumford, where it's yeah. speculated on. <laughs> Guys, remember when uh, Mumford was everywhere in 2011? Yeah. And everyone was like, they're Christian. He said, that's how this grace thing it's works. The best years of my life. The what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is the year where you followed them on tour at every stop. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh my God. And, oh, I can't get into it now. <laughs> That's a long story. That's a story for another day. <laughs> but for today, we need to talk about the story of Courageous. Oh my God, this movie. Story of Courageous. Movie. Yeah, so um, I, I really appreciate Nina taking the time to watch <laughs> what is for sure the longest movie we've ever so done on sure. this show. It's and so I feel, long. Yeah, so long. And I'm in love with the church girl was very long. <gasps> Did you watch that? We watched oh, yeah. that. Oh my God. I'm obsessed with the trailer. I watched the trailer like a hundred <laughs> times. Have you seen the movie? No. <laughs> but I, me and Kyle and Chanel, we watch cr- bad Christian movie trailers all the time. But I've never actually seen one. This was my first like Christian <laughs> to, movie. To like sit down and finish Yes. One? 
Well, congratulations. Uh, and now you know so what you've sad. been missing. This is a long one. <laughs> yeah, so this one felt extra long. And Kevin and I watched it together. Oh and at one point, we just paused it just to see, like, we've got, what, 15 minutes left? No. Couldn't be more than 40. that. 40. 40. 40 minutes. 40. 40. At one point, I texted someone. I was like, I've been watching this movie for 100 years. Like, it's <laughs> never. Well, I texted you because you watched it today. And I said, yeah. are you watching it with anybody? Hopefully, like, hoping, oh, she got together with some friends. Fun. They kind of grabbed yeah, no. Or whatever, but it was like you said, no, just to me, watch and it I was alone like, alone for two hours. So, alone. God bless you for volunteering the time. But mm. let's watch a trailer. This is a movie that came out in 2011 by the Kendrick Brothers, who did Fireproof, fireproof Flyleaf. So let's watch the trailer for Courageous, rated PG 13. Oh. I've been shot. <laughs> Sheriff's office. Oh, we have a warrant <laughs> I for your arrest. <laughs> this is the opening. Uh. Deputy Thompson has now survived his rookie year. David. When you get married, have some kids. You gonna figure out real quick how much you don't know. You missed Emily's piano recital. Can I talk to you? Can I suggest that you spend a little more time with him? All he wants to do is play video games and go run five miles. <laughs> they cut the music for that! <laughs> How dare he? You really feel like you messed up your childhood not having a dad. More than you know. Adam, I need you to come with me right now. <gasps> this one. I think he's going to pull his Give it all. Man, if it wasn't for my family, I'd be in a tailspin right now. You do heal, but you're never the same. What? Like that soul surfer girl. Expects of me. My life. My life. Third day. I loved Third Day. I've been doing about half. You did? I did, actually. Oh. You're being too hard on yeah. yourself. Revolution? Yeah. You've been a good enough father. I don't want to be a good enough father. Ugh. Can I sign this too? <laughs> I feel like I started well. I want to finish well. Gonna do this? Gonna do it right. Something like this needs ceremony. Feel like a rich man. As your father, I want the very best for you. I promise to take care of you. I like that this is in order too, of the film. It is. It's just a sizzle reel for the movie. Yeah. They were so efficient in the trailer. Why can't they have? Duggars. They were in the marathon scene. Oh, really? Oh, that's who that was? Yeah. Ew. Courageous. Sorry about all the stuff we got wrong in the Duggars episode, Sorry about episode, the Duggars. Guys. Sorry. We feel Duggars bad. Duggars are bad. Duggars are bad. We want to... We hate them forever. <laughs> we hate Shonda Pierce forever. <laughs> Bye, Shonda. Anyway. Woo! Okay. So, uh, Courageous. Courageous. I am so thankful we watched this movie together, because I would have watched it for three days. Cause it I was hard. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I would have been sorry. on my phone the whole time because I don't have the attention span. For <laughs> I that. did have to pull up Wikipedia a few times because I was mm-hmm. like zoning mm-hmm. off. Just oh like, yeah. And I have to say, like afterward, it's like th- this. There's so much in this movie. There is so, so many things happen. Much. It is as if they said editing. Never heard of it. Never heard Kick of it. Kick it out of the. And it's door. less a movie and and truly more like three episodes of a cop show. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way of putting Rather it. Rather than We're like, like following five characters was, all in. Their daddy journey. So, <laughs> so like, the broad overview uh, of the movie what? is 
They, I'll, I'll, try, try, I'll try to, please, I'll try to do it in less than two minutes. I really minutes. don't, I don't know. know if we have enough time. Okay, so there's these cops, you see. Okay. And then there's a new cop. Yummy. He's black. Ooh. And he also has a daughter. Um, so he joins the force. They're all getting along and going after yeah. a, a gang made up entirely of African-American <laughs> men, mm-hmm. which is um, really interesting messaging to mo- put in this movie that... Yeah essentially like normalizes and makes cops very cuddly fun dads yeah uh oh, more yeah. so than it's like you're cops your friend right cops right. are good good boys good men listen there are good cops okay we're mm. not no i'm just kidding. of course there's good <laughs> cops. there are yeah. good wonderful great dad cops or whatever but the messaging was so weird and mom so cops weird. and mommy cops <laughs> shouts out to the mom cops out there do you wish there was a movie Listening called mommy cops, to the- mommy cops. <laughs> mm-hmm. starring, starring jane fonda and, and uh, kelly bishop and allison jane Yes. I'll call that my holy trinity. So the movie goes on, and guess what? Main cop guy, who is played by the director of the movie, Alex Kendrick. Not an actor. Not an actor. actor. But a Tim Kane impersonator, perhaps. Crossed with a little Brian James Darcy, or Darcy James. I keep getting that wrong. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they do something that's in storytelling is called fridging. Mm-hmm. to his daughter. Oh, mm-hmm. So fridging is the concept. You see this in like action movies and superhero movies where the the man's arc is propelled by the slaughter oh, and death yeah. of a loved one, yeah. uh, female. His entire motivation. Oh, yeah. And you're supposed to be like, that makes sense. Yeah. Now he's mad. So in this movie, apropos of nothing, even though it's like cops and there's guns and life and right. death stakes, his daughter just gets hit by a drunk driver and Which, dies. And we don't even see it. No. I was so mad. And it was mm. probably like 30 minutes in the movie. So keep in mind, there was another hour and a half to go. I think it was 44 because I paused <laughs> it and I was like, because I, I, I literally was like, I guess this is the inciting incident or something, but like not But like really? too late yeah. or too early for they, that would, to make sense. So confusing. <laughs> yeah, and then we don't even see it. I was so mad. When she's dancing, I thought she was going to get bumped. I knew she died. Oh, yeah. And she I was, was like, a little too angelic. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay, wait. So, oh, yeah. Oh, da- okay. Fridging the, happens. Fridging happens. And before the fridging happens, just Ugh. to back it up slightly, the cop, main cop, Alex Kendrick guy, Bad dad, not good. Seems to, what? by all intents and purposes, hate his children and hate being around really them. Really doesn't want to spend any time at all None. with no. them or participate in any activity, no matter how short or inconsequential. His sad, his sad son just wants to run a 5K with him, which <laughs> not, sounds awesome. Yeah, they put it's it in fine. the trailer. Like, all he wants to do is play video games and run. And which like, is like... Just like what, normal what activity. Yeah. yeah. I want to be like, he's a fucking nerd. <laughs> All he wants to do is read books and go to school and have, <laughs> have a social life and, and, and nice well balanced friendships. And, uh, you want me to hang out with that guy? <laughs> his daughter, and this will be important for later, yeah. his daughter uh, hangs out with him a little bit. He seems to not be as annoyed with her as he is with the son, no, but still pretty her. annoyed. Yeah, uh, right. There's a scene in which she says, yeah. Daddy, this is my favorite song, Dance With Ugh. Me. And he says, no, I'll just watch you dance. Uh, I'm not going to dance yeah, with like you. Yeah, they pulled on the side of I'm a like, building I'm like, I'm a yeah. fuddy daddy. Yeah, yeah and, the, like and she just like dances in the sun, oh like very God. cutely, but slow and weird. Yeah. And he's just watching her from the car. Yep. <laughs> so weird. So she dies uh, in a drunk driving ask- accident. And also the police chief says to the cops, actually, I'll just play this clip because it'll be really helpful. Essentially, he gets an email forward from some old guy oh. citing a statistic from like patriotnews.jiz or whatever. <laughs> Whites with, only. With the following uh, info. I had an email come across my desk I'd like to share with you. 
recent study was done on the increase in violent gang activity. In almost every case, each gang member had a similar attribute. Runaways, dropouts, kids on drugs, and teens in prison. That attribute is that most of them came teens. from a fatherless home. To put it another way, when a father's absent, kids are five times more likely to commit suicide, abuse drugs, 20 times more likely to wind up in prison. 50 times more likely to be a bummer. And I know you see the worst side of people out there. But when you clock out, go home and love your families. Mm. So assumes they're all, right, all daddies. Yeah. yeah. So, it's insane. So then after, after the daughter is killed, that's when our hero realizes, <laughs> you know what? Maybe I'm not such a good dad. Yeah. And this, yeah. Is the mo- this is the motivating factor that propels him into good fatherhood. So he comes up with this resolution <laughs> of all these different amendments. And, and he's like, this is all from scripture. Bylines, yeah. God informs it, him and his buddies, which now include a man named Javier, uh, who through a... Si- I, I, don't, it's not even a I won't even dignify happen. Javier's. He's, he's essentially a token Hispanic it's character. Awful. It's yeah. awful. And like it's like a misunderstanding <laughs> that he even becomes their friend. There's yeah. two men in Javier. Yeah. And they spent too much time on that whole thing. Too much time. So it's Javier and four cops. Javier and four cops. <laughs> Javier and four cops. <laughs> and uh, so they Who, come by up. By the way, you'll recognize Javier from Mom's Night Out as the father that is afraid of children. That is oh. scared to have but kids. But very funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they come up with the resolution and then have a ceremony oh for it. Oh, my God. Where Caroline and I were confused to the point of, I think all five <laughs> of these men just married each other. Like, they <laughs> five-way they? They like crisscross swingers a, club? A, an ordained minister or... <laughs> An officiant to be so like weird. We're their wives here and kids today. are all there. They're like all dressed up. <laughs> yeah, it's we're so bonkers. It's nutty, nutty, nutty. <laughs> so then, uh, there's also there's 20 subplots, but also so one of the new cop's daughter has started dating Ugh. a guy, but that guy turns out to be a, a gangster guy. Yeah. He's recently a bad guy. initiated. Yeah, he's in the gang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, that happened. They do the resolution. They frame it hanging on their walls. Then there's a big shoot 'em up at the end, in which uh, Dad sees the gangster guy and says, "See, I knew he was bad all along." Also, again, not even worth talking about. One of the dads was skimming drugs and selling oh, yeah. them. Oh the yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and then well, there was Javier's oh. warehouse problem. Oh. An yeah. hour and a half oh, into the movie, the Kendrick brothers decided, you know what? We need a few more plots. <laughs> so <laughs> many Just a plots. One quick ethics lesson for the workplace, and then we'll yeah. carry on. So really odd. And then the whole thing, and we'll get into it in detail now. But the whole thing concludes with uh, hero <laughs> cop Alex Kendrick. Delivering a sermon to daddies, literally uh, in a church, yeah, to people, it was to, so to people. long that we are to assume is also for us. And then yeah. the, it shows a police badge uh, the still for him at so the yeah. end. It's crazy, Jeremiah. It's so crazy. Be a good daddy because God's a good dad, or whatever it says. I'm yeah. sure it's a good verse. Daddies on daddies. So, yeah. Over. yeah. So that being said, <laughs> if we were to say watch it, don't watch it, to the listeners of this program. Would you say, uh, for not for quality mm, value, right, but right. for fun, would we say watch it or don't watch it? I'd highly rock- recommend watching it with Kevin Porter. That was a good time. <laughs> it was, and I think I would say don't watch it if I didn't watch it with you. Yeah. I'd say, I'd yeah, say the same thing. I would say don't watch it alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you I did. really so wish sorry. I had watched with someone. We should have just invited you over. No, we should <laughs> do that. That'd be yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, it's fun to watch with someone to make fun of, I think. Because yeah. it actually, like, I was shocked because I started watching it. I was like, oh, it actually looks nice. Like, it's not like, cr- like, right. we, like, I know it's made for cheap, but like, it looked nice. It looks like better than Fireproof or some of the better, other like, like, some of the shots were really pretty. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, okay. Right. So I was like, this is like kind of a good quality movie. Right. There's, it looks like movie. It looks like but does it act it? like is movie. Is it movie? <laughs> it talks yeah. like movie. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not. And again, like, I think the boring conversation I have on this show is to break down the technicals of like, well, the lighting was weird here and that camera is kind of cheap and the red camera and blah, 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 and the budget stuff. So I think... uh, That's not what this show is. Yeah. And and I feel like, Caroline, you're pretty good at steering the conversation more towards like the thematics and and what the movie's actually communicating. Although I do have to include set decoration wise. Mm. I never saw less than three crosses whenever we were in the Christian home. Like if you were watching, it was insane how much wall decor. And a sign that legit said, Jesus is Lord. And another sign that said, my my prince did come. His name is daddy. Oh, that's right. When he goes in his dead daughter's room. It pans to that. It does. (laughs) That's like whatever they picked up at TJ Maxx or whatever. (laughs) So this movie is, I guess it's, it's not for us. It's not for the, if it wasn't made, yeah. we're not the target demo. No. Millennials, uh, non-parents living right. in Los Angeles. Yeah. But if you were a parent in more of like a Midwestern or Southern state, or it doesn't matter the state, uh, but like just a parent yeah. or like a conservative Christian parent. Yeah. It feels good to watch this. Well, I'm asking, do you think it's like a good movie for, for that oh, audience no. and for God. that demo? Because I think even like on a story level, it's like, like with the drug subplot and stuff, it's like, why it's are we not doing this? Really, yeah. and I feel like it wouldn't even be relatable if you were a cop. Like, yeah. it's just it. Even then, like it has this weird fantastical element, and you don't really like them, and they're always hanging out like just with each other. And I don't know. It just even then, I feel like I wouldn't identify with this movie. Right. Um. Oh, what was your question again? Oh, would if it's actually it's a well-made movie, movie for oh, the audience. Well, this oh, this reminds me of what I was going to say cuz we uh there was an article that came out today that someone was like examining Christian movies yes, media yes, yes, and like Aww. yeah, and what what it's for and why why it works or like what they're trying to do basically and it's something we've tried to hit on the head so many times of like why Christian movies feel like Christian movies as opposed to something else. And uh to your point, like something they said is that Christian movies always have their target audience in mind mm-hmm. and are always trying to just please them and make them feel comfortable right. in some way rather than yep. like challenge them with a story or with something that like it create like messes up their worldview yeah. or like challenges what they their preconceptions. Instead, it like affirms affirms their like conceptions exactly on the head and then also has a very satisfying and familiar story for Christians, which is like someone is sort of tepid about God and then some tragedy happens yeah. and then they get saved, you know, and then they're like all on board basically. Yeah. And God is good and God did it perfect. Right. And so that's what this is. Yeah. So I'm sure for some people that's great. But you know, the thing about that thesis is I feel like you could say the same thing about Marvel movies. Sure. Or it's like, sure. I don't find uh, those to be particularly challenging Mm -hmm. i do find it to be difficult to pull off and that they're delivering something you know basically what it is but Mm -hmm. then within that framework they're able to do sometimes they still surprise you yeah and they're able to have like interesting flavors and things going on and Mm -hmm. you 
care about Thanos in the 19th movie in this right. like insanely the 10 year long yeah, series. Yeah. So I, I'm not saying movies don't do this ever. Right. But yeah, but for some reason with Christian movies, right. it feels like particularly with that in mind. Right. I'm not saying they don't do it either, but I think it's just the point of for people who would be in the position to make Christian movies mm-hmm. that there is a way to do it. I mm-hmm. think you could do it if you wanted to. To make it good? To make it a, just a sure. little bit better. Oh, yeah. A little bit better. I mean, at the oh, same time. Leaps any, and pounds better. <laughs> anytime a movie does come out and it is good, I do feel yeah. like on some level it's a miracle that it ever happened. <laughs> yeah. Just knowing how many factors yeah. that what are. What would be your answer to this question? I don't know. If you had to guess. I mean, it's for Christians. Like, I, I was watching it and I was like, there is actually, like, no conflict in this movie. <laughs> there was no conflict. This is, okay, this is something that I've seen so many times in Christian movies, too, yeah. of, like, there is a quote-unquote conflict, capital C, yeah. but it's, like, essentially nothing. nothing. Like, his conflict is, I don't want to go running with my son. Yeah. We don't go any deeper. We I don't know like the why loss of a child he wants is to. a conflict I, of but, sorts. But even then, like, it's, she just disappears. That, like, you happened know? to right. him. I, I, I guess I mean, We like, don't really go com- into his grief very long yeah. yeah it's just, yeah we know no internal problem it's just, just like here's the situation it, and everything kind of resolved like everything resolved yeah. yes you're everything oh that was another thing in this Jezebel article yeah. was like you never end on an uncomfortable moment in Christian movies there, I was, yeah. there's never a question there's left no last lingering. 20 seconds of the graduate in a Christian yeah, film I'll exactly. tell you that much yeah. <laughs> but I will say no yeah it does occur to me one solution to a few problems we've identified yeah. so far as far as length goes and oh. the weird <laughs> lack of conflict. Yeah. How about maybe it's roughly the same story, <laughs> but the daughter has already died by the m- time the movie she starts. She's been dead. Be- yeah. It's like, it's yes. like the or accident God last year. Scene one. And then yes. that, right, that's right. like haunting the family and that starts yeah. gnawing at him. And yeah. Like, and you show know, like how my... that plays into the son's like distance from his yep. dad and how yep. he feels like he's not as good as the sister. Like this could have been more interesting. Because that dad yeah. just sucks He just sucks the off the bat. And you're like, okay, well he just sucks for no reason. You yeah. Know? And it's yeah. usually like, I'm an alcoholic or I have a, you know, sure. it's like some sort of broad like after school special. I'm addicted to boat porn. Uh, a la fireproof uh, but, oh but this was just like it's I'm, true I'm just kind of a jerk yeah. and I don't want to hang out with you yeah and the other part that happens in Christian movies or actually I think in the way that often a lot of Christian men or Christian dads conceptualize like being a good <laughs> being a good person yeah. is like oh uh let me draw up 10 rules and if i just follow these rules rather than address the core of my being or mm-hmm. the problems i have then i'm good dad now you know yeah it reminds me of fireproof with the love, the dare, love dare of like oh let me do dare. 30 days of just like little acts th- without addressing <laughs> necessarily the problem in my heart and just yeah. do it you know Ugh. And then suddenly marriage is good. Yeah. You know, which sort of plays into uh, a, a certain sect of churches that work well in, in certain parts of the country where it's mm-hmm. like, we're doing the 10 part series on blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and they got the branding and they got this. billboards. Yeah, and we have and the like, five pillars of this and that. How to and make your sex life so godly. <laughs> yeah. Like Ed Young's thing yeah. in Dallas or whatever. And and so the the programization of these things and like the yeah. answer to That's those questions yeah. feels like, aside from like kind of just crass marketing tie-ins of like, yeah. you can buy the love dare, but right. it just feels like it's a part of that culture. Like, so hollow. Yeah. It feels like accomplishing something, but I can't stress to the listeners at home who may or may not have seen this movie how strange 
the resolution. It's even the inception of it. Believable. Before the ceremony, they're talking about it. I'm learning that God wants me to call out the man and my son. Call him out. I can't do that lightly. I can't be passive about that. I got these things from studying scripture. (laughs) I want to sign this as a resolution of what kind of father I want to be to Dylan. And I'm giving you guys permission to keep me accountable. Number one, on the eighth day of every month, <laughs> sacrifice a young lamb to the Lord and <laughs> spread its blood on your doorpost. Like, whoa. Number nine, <laughs> burn an Xbox. Thou shalt not lay with another man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I couldn't understand why they thought. Because it wasn't like, oh, I'm into, I've been studying constitutional law, and I think the founding father, right. like there was no, it was no. just, this is it. It was just like, here's some new rules. And it wasn't, it wasn't particularly like introspective either. It was just suddenly like, oh, to be a daddy, I got to make my son a man and make sure he doesn't go to prison, yeah. you know, instead of being like, why is my son like running? Let's yeah. talk about it. Like, why, how could yeah. I affirm him? You know, yeah. something like that. Yeah, and then there's the actual ceremony. Nathan, I'd like for you to come and stand before me and your <laughs> wife and Who children. This guy? And your wife and children. He, he was, he was uh, the mentor. mentor. Of, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My son in the faith, I took joy in mentoring you as a young man. And mm. today... I take joy. And in this was still supposed to feel like really momentous of like, oh, his Are you mentor. Ready to make this commitment before God and your family. This is the first time we meet him. Yes, I am. Then I'd <laughs> I like do. for you to repeat after me. <laughs> I, Nathan Hayes, do solemnly resolve before God. I, Nathan Hayes, do solemnly resolve before God <laughs> to take full responsibility <laughs> for myself my wife and my children in sickness and I would and take in full health. responsibility yeah. for myself I marry my son to each other marrying each other five <laughs> married dads protect them and serve them. I'm gonna I marry my son so he's never alone teach so them weird. the statues of God as the spiritual the, leader of it, my home it just didn't and teach them spiritual the leader buzzword as the spiritual leader of my home Ugh. I will be faithful to my wife Boom. to love and honor her I'll be faithful to my wife. We need to talk to about the wives after this. And be willing to lay down Do my life to? for her. Uh, yes. So, and then they, and then they like sign this like cheap looking like yeah. printout of resolutions and they all hang it on the they wall frame it. Yeah, well, because Nathan's wife says, if you're going to do it, do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ceremony. Like, she's she's really, oh yeah, she was the one really pushing for it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing about that whole process is that if it was analogous to something you've seen in real life before, <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> I've never. I had, that's yeah. the closest thing is a wedding. That's yeah, like all honestly, it felt like. And that's all it, yeah, that's yeah, all it felt yeah. like. It's very weird. Um, I hated it. What do you guys think this movie is saying about cops? What do you think this movie uh, wants us to feel about cops? Because I think... Yeah. If my interpretation of it is on at all, it feels like a blank canvas on which it's just like a workplace. Yeah, it felt like incidental that they were cops. It feels very neutral in the way of like, yeah, Yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine's like a workplace sitcom that happens to be in Brooklyn. Yeah, it wasn't. It didn't seem to have a commentary particularly on like cops and the community and what that means or what it's like to be the family member with an officer or whatever. But it also kind of feeds into like they really were big on like the dad being like the protector. 
and the provider. Yes. So I think they were yes. like, what is a job that is the closest to like the daddy of the community? To being the most, yeah, yeah, that's such a good way to put it. These are community daddies. They we are community dads. Like that end scene, that fight scene is like an <laughs> ultimate dad wet dream of yes. like Every, yeah. being a protector and yep. fighting in a shootout. Yeah. And then there was a random little girl that we needed to oh save. And God. just, it was, and like, yeah, and we're the protectors of the community. Yeah. There's cars. Which is left like, behind guns too. And, like, yeah. Is it? I'm an alcoholic pilot and now I'm, you know, gonna yeah. help my daughter. Just, yeah. The, 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 yeah, it is like very like paternal seeming yeah. like jobs. You can feel the dads reading the James Patterson version yes. of this yeah. on their big easy chairs. <laughs> and and he, feeling like affirmed in a certain kind of masculinity that like yeah. tells them you did the job right because you were strong, you protected, and that's all you yeah. had to do. Yeah, in a way that's like... Uh, not not that difficult and uh, not something that invites a lot of reflection yeah. to where it's like I got the criminal I shot the guy also I will say unfortunately unfortunately this movie is part cop drama uh, action movie part you know family drama and spiritual movie and also part fantasy the fantasy being <laughs> that four white cops in Georgia wouldn't lethally disarm black men no, while they they're did. chasing them. Honestly, they tackled them. They that tackled was like, them. That was I I know I am just a white girl or whatever, but that was like honestly hard to watch at points. Like when they went and tased that guy, like mm-hmm. I legit thought they were gonna shoot him. Shoot him. And it was just watching them like chase those men down the street and everything. And also we didn't know what they had done. Like they were just hiding oh, in yeah. a house. With drugs, I think. Yeah, but like it was like speculation. Cocaine. Yeah. But you yeah. probably in this movie couldn't show the drugs if that was the right. if that's the implication. No, they, they did. They showed a there bag was, of white. Yeah, in like in a breath. They look or like breath mint. But I it was know. like it was sincerely like <laughs> scary and sad to watch that happen. And yeah. yes, they didn't hurt them necessarily, but like yeah, in in any other situation, like eh, they might have gotten shot. I think the most disturbing scene for both of us to watch oh, is God. the scene in the where the two gentlemen are in the back of the cop car. Oh no! Oh, what were you oh, going to say? That was oh, the, oh, the daddy daughter. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Wait, oh, you mean it's when, a buffet of disturbing imagery in this oh, movie? So the cop car. The, the cop car. So what happens is Javier. No, the snake. Yeah, yeah. the snake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Snake King. <laughs> this so, was supposed to be comedy. So, so <laughs> the cops have a friend, Javi. He's a construction worker. We mentioned him before. You guys know his Javi. wife is just a total nag. Oh, she's bad. Their accents. They only have one tortilla to feed. They kept we- talking about beans, rice, and tortillas. <laughs> tortilla uh, constantly. It was so <laughs> bad. It's so bad. Anyway, so bad. I mean, yeah. they spoke Spanish, which I'll be like, yes. "Hey, I'll give you some yeah, points. Sure. You, you gave it a try." So Javi's in the back of the cop car, and he talks about like, "Yeah, I had a gang when I was like eight. Yeah, we I was like with my brothers, the Snake Kings. It was Ha-ha. like a cute story. We were just yeah. little kids. Yeah. And then they pick up like three kids, two white guys and a black guy, and they they say, "Oh, we have to split them." Up, so oh this guy has to ride in the back yeah, but and hobbies are right back. along and we oh, can't put them in there do? together so then they terrorize the guy that they've picked up for the crime tell him that Javi's like this drug kingpin snake king like murderer criminal. psycho and he starts speaking in Spanish like I'm gonna go get a cheesecake but it's in Spanish right. so the guy thinks Scary. it which it's just like it's and like an guy, interesting play of like, here's how whites pit the races against Yeah, and like make it funny. Well, yeah. and then the guy, the the guy that's in the car, the criminal that they've caught, is like terrified. terrified. Like he's so scared, and they're like, 
they're you know, screaming in the front. Laughing. Yeah. And it cuts to dinner and Hero Crying Cop is like laughing. And then he was so scared yeah. and his son and wife and it's just are like, laughing. This is so shitty. This almost oh, yeah, his son and wife are like Woo! the memory of uh Emily. Is it Stephanie? I don't know. Cassand- oh yeah, Emily. in the first scene it did seem like he not only forgot that his daughter had a <laughs> piano recital, but that her name was Emily. So we kept saying Who? Oh Emily. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I Dear He's beloved, a eulogy. we will miss. Uh, we're gonna Emily. Emma. We're gonna miss Emily. Emily. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about daddy daughter dates. Oh my god! It's it such a visceral. Jane, I brought you here because I want to tell you how grateful I am that God gave you to me. I'll, oh, sorry. I'll set this up a little god. bit more. So this is the father, uh, who <laughs> the the new cop whose daughter is getting involved with a gangster as a boyfriend. He's very overprotective. Again, they don't know that he's a gangster. They just assume he is. They assume he is, and then they're correct. So or they just right. assume like, oh, he my daughter's too young for you to be dating this guy. Yeah, and, and he's hope, disrespectful. I hope it's not too hacky to keep just adding dad as a prefix to this, but it is just dad fantasy of like, I knew he was trouble. Yeah. Also, right. But then there's also more insidious dad fantasies of like, as we'll get into with like the relationship mm-hmm. with his daughter, but then also with Ray's stuff, I mean, you can talk to it more, but just there was a point where Javi was, his integrity was getting tested at the oh, warehouse, yeah. entirely new plot and we won't get into it too much. Mm-hmm. But at one point it did feel like this is how white people want minorities to talk all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I'm very grateful. I'm like very poli- just yeah. kind of so Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. yeah. Oh and yeah, super subservient. Yeah. And just, yeah. Uh, so gross. and then part of the fantasy does extend to this father-daughter relationship <laughs> too. So he has the, he takes so they're at a, like a, a nice fancy really they're fancy. like dressed up it's a candlelit mom not there Mom's no gone. it's the him mom. and Jade mom may not know that they're there you know, mom I, I don't think the moms exist outside of their nag kitchen no they don't they were all <laughs> they, in their kitchen they never leave unless hey, they're at the hospital welcome to the nag zone <laughs> y'all want pancakes <laughs> okay y'all so so pancakes. here's that scene in the restaurant we'll we'll listen to the whole thing God. and hear us screaming in the background I see my daughter because Becoming a beautiful young woman. And I can understand how any young man would be drawn to you. What? But I would also like for you to know the that as your father, gross. I want the Friend very, the very best for you. One day I'll give you away to another man. Give and you I away. want that man to love God more than anything. Because if he does, then he'll love you. And I know how young men think. With they want to win dicks. your heart. But they don't know how to treasure it. She's like 13. So I like to make an agreement with you. So gross. Jade, if you'll trust me with your heart and allow me to approve any young man that desires to have more than a friendship with you, I promise to take care of you and give you my full blessing when God shows us the right one. Okay. Yeah. Poor it, girl. She's just like okay. a robot. It, oh yeah, and she also is part. behaving like, "Thank you, thank Dad. You. Yeah. Thank I'm you, so Dad. Overwhelmed. I have something to help us to remember this night. This oh, is where is. I just screamed. This is where I screamed. I screamed too. You did scream. The, the he brings out of, an engagement ring box. The way they played this was so insane. Jay, will you give me your left hand, please? <laughs> ah! She's like crying. Is this real? Yep. Is this yes, true? Am I dreaming? If you read this on a this script, this is meant to be worn until it's replaced by I've your I've been wedding. journaling about this for years, wishing this day will come. Jade, I love you, sweetie. Ugh. 
from this night on, I'm going to treat you like the young woman that you are. What does that mean? Oh. oh. What does so that mean? Scared. What does that mean? Daddy, thank you. So Daddy, thank Daddy, you. Daddy, Daddy, thank you. Yum. Daddy. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> and then, if you'll remember, it crossfades from the restaurant to her lying on her stomach staring her at bed, it staring at it lovingly like stars in her jewelry. eyes just like oh my god i can't believe he this asked me finally <laughs> he, uh. which again like the resolution is just the most insane just surface level weird act of yeah love, it's like a token but it's yeah. less symbolic and more like well i gave her the token i yeah. signed the resolution but anyway, let's talk about daddy-daughter stuff for uh, a bit. We've talked about it a little bit before, Ooh. but this scene bears repeating. Just just the weird... Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I should have thought this through, but like, where to begin with the daddy-daughter stuff in the Christian sphere mm-hmm. and how, how fathers are taught to consider their girls is yeah. always very possessive, mm-hmm. always very infantilizing, mm. and always very like sexually charged yeah. in a weird way. And like you're in charge of their virginity yeah. literally until their wedding day mm-hmm. when they remove the purity ring that you gave them and then their new husband that Puts you've given yeah. them well, to. Well, and I will yeah. say for non-Christians, I think, I think some of those things are pretty explicitly communicated throughout Christianity, and I think some of them are implicit. Yeah, so I think and of like, course, there's sh- several shades in between all of this. Yeah. This is the most extreme version like, of it. I could yeah. not imagine my dad giving my Your sister, sister yeah. Oh, and my dad never did this. No. She would just yeah, throw no. it at him and say, shut up, leave Yeah, me alone. but there is this idea, like I've heard many times from the pulpit, like take your daughter on a date. You know, like- Date your daughter. Sh- yeah, show literally. her, literally date your daughters. Gross. And you, as if you are supposed to be the first person to demonstrate romantic yeah. love to her, which- I understand the intent of that and like there is something lovely about like caring for your daughter and showing her like how deeply you respect her but it does have this this like creepy Mm -hmm. romantic vibe to it that feels so uncomfortable and like ultimately damaging too between your relationship because there's also a point where the daughter passes this point where this isn't appropriate anymore and suddenly the whole foundation of your relationship is invalid you know yeah because <laughs> yeah, it's like how do you relate to like for example if your dad treated you like that how would he even relate to you after you married nate right it's like well what do, how do i even talk to yeah, her now? because She's it's, not, mine. Yeah, it's exactly. not about a friendship between yeah. you and your dad it's about a possessiveness between yeah. you and your dad and like dad's my safety protector until i get passed on to the next man it's very patriarchal right. of course oh, and yeah. it's very gendered literally yeah. there is no tilt Treat your son like their wife should treat them <laughs> day, you know? <laughs> like, Ew. show them how a lady should treat you, you I will know? say, and though. And, like, don't give a promise ring to your son, you I, know? I it's... went on a few mother-boy dates back in the day. <laughs> Aww, out mother boy. to the insomnia matinee that my mom took me to see in yeah. 2002. Aww. Moulin Rouge in 2001. It's not nearly it's, the same focus. It's, no, it's, it's not. It's so crazy, course. too, because, like, growing up, I don't have, like, a super strong relationship with my dad, so, like... So when I became saved, I was like so jealous of girls that like not had the level of this like creepy, but like but this kind of idealized. But like, seeing yeah. like my friends dance with their dads at their weddings and like <laughs> seeing like you know it's a we- it's this weird. I don't know if it's just like subconscious. Like I don't know. Like joining the Christian faith when I was like a Christian, I was just, I felt like less than because I didn't have that mm-hmm. or like, I like wanted it so bad. I wanted yeah, because like, because it seems so like integral that. to like understanding love yeah. someday, you know? Yeah. And 
unlike honestly a father-daughter relationship is very special sure. and cool and great but it sometimes is demonstrated as like this is how you'll understand Love. what marriage will be yes. like what what your boyfriend should be like all these yeah. things and what god is like ultimately yeah exactly and if you don't have that it can be like well then i've lost my map yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> it was very isolating and you feel less than mm, i'm so sorry it's, oh it's that fine sucks. but um but it is interesting I will say, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like all of these things are tied together, which is just like the coldest take, right? But (laughs) the idea of your father as a protector of purity Mm -hmm. is tied to complementarian theology. Men and women are equal, but they have different roles, and the man's the leader. Mm -hmm. And as it's stated multiple times in this movie, the man's the spiritual leader. Mm -hmm. And then... Oftentimes, that leads to men being protected from misogyny mm-hmm. in the church when they commit acts of misogyny. Them being protected, oh, yeah. no, totally, because you're shepherding women from man to man to man. Yeah, and so I will say, yeah. like for Reality LA, the women on that staff are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The women on that They're staff amazing. are extraordinary. Yeah. Uh, I won't actually name their names. Sure. However, because of XYZ and First Timothy two, mm-hmm. none of them are elders. None, none of them are pastors. So what but happened? Some of the, but they lead ministries, but they don't get oh, the title. Oh sure, you got gospel care directors but they can't and be community at directors. Meetings and, yeah. Really? Yeah. So. Well, yeah, they can't be at the pastors' meeting. Oh, yeah. You know, like because <laughs> yeah. there isn't one. And the only time you'll see them speaking at the pulpit is when they're reading from the Bible, not having a right or giving like their quick testimony. Yeah. And yeah. I'm using Reality LA as an example. It's a lot of churches. Sure, sure. It's probably and might be most churches. I don't know. But all that's to say. The father-daughter dynamic continues in that sense, in that the pastors essentially function not as peers, but as authority figures. Uh, But it's not really authority. They're more like father figures. So you don't... And still protecting their sexuality or looking the other way when their sexuality has been compromised in some way. Yes. Hence why when you... women haven't been empowered to... Mm-hmm. take care of themselves at any point yeah hence why you when you have a sermon called jesus and women in which no women <laughs> preach yeah. that you have Awful. the pastor saying the following you know for me this is a personal issue as a father of daughters no i care about the world that they are raised in so, so messed up. I hope. Well, and it's why single women are such a problem, and in the church, yeah. because wait, they don't have a daddy. Where's uh, your dad? To take care of them. It's and, like that third so, And they don't have a husband to look at. Yeah. Bad nearby, yeah. young lady. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And but they're uh, so they should be missionaries. Uh, yeah. that's what they should do. You know, or and of course this isn't explicitly said, but it is like a problem. You know. <laughs> but I think that. Sorry to just drag complementarianism so much for people that believe it and this is not an issue. But for me, the issue becomes when you don't have any, especially in those leadership positions, but then if it translates to a marriage where it's like, there's no sense of peership, like you're my peer, you're working alongside with me. And if pressed, men in these positions would probably not say, yeah, they're my daughter. 
they'd say they're my peer, right? Of course. Sure, but sure. but how does the relationship actually function, right. and the amount of responsibility you can give to a woman when it's always complementarianism? Is men and women are equal but different? Men can do whatever. Women can't do this. It's still that. So mm-hmm. it's just a, it's a confusing thing. And and yeah, that's why it's weird being in 2018, and it yeah. all seems so. Then it seems tied to me too, and church too, and rape culture. Totally, that all seems of one piece yeah. as well. Yeah, and that's why watching Ugh. this movie, there's a lot that's. Very very funny and hilarious and you know we try not to get too into the weeds on this stuff but here we are and (laughs) it's why watching this sometimes also is like unsettling on some level because you're watching this and you're like man there's so much patriarchy being enforced over and over in this and I'm the spiritual leader of my home and I've got to teach my son to be a man and I've got to propose to my daughter and I've got to do this and this and this and and let's talk about the mothers and wives in this oh. story too which oh by the way you're not a girl in this movie unless you're a daughter or a wife yeah th- <laughs> truly truly yeah well they showed a there was a woman cop who didn't speak in one of the group oh, really? no she yeah. turned there around was. and said a joke to someone she did yeah she oh. said something to someone the wow. rookie or whatever she said gotta go home okay. to my dad yeah <laughs> <laughs> gotta go home to my daddy which one of you is my hubby uh, it, so and it's very interesting uh. to see how they're portrayed and all that there, of course, this doesn't pass the Bechdel test or whatever, but like their whole function Nor is does to, the Bible. <laughs> to react. No, it doesn't. Uh, to like react to whatever's going on in their yeah, husband's exactly. lives. You know, like, why aren't you talking to Emma? I mean, Emily. And what's going on <laughs> with this? And how did you lose your job? And like, mm-hmm. none of them have essential, like, compassion for their husband no. or like any sort of teamwork thing no. it's just like eh, get back to the grind or, or whatever personality they were all the no same exact yeah, they character. were all the same person you're yeah. so right just like copy There's and paste that you spend a little more time with him victoria all he wants to do is play video games and go run five miles well, then go run with him you need to be a good father. You know what? I'm going to stage a drunk driving accident, so you're a good father. No, she did it. She's behind it. She's the one. So again, a girl has to die so the son can reap the benefits anyway. Why wouldn't he play video games with this kid if he's so averse to running? Is this what you call Halo? <laughs> he likes stationary activities yes. more, and then he so. could have done that. He hates both. I'm like, what are you yeah. into? <laughs> yeah. Because if it was like he likes doing tennis and blah, 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 and I'm, sure. I'm not an active guy, yeah. but it's both... End of the <laughs> spectrum. My son's well-rounded. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so there's also, um, uh, and we can talk about it a little bit, the final speech at the end. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the other plots truly don't matter they that don't. much. Uh, the fun- or, or should we talk about the moment that, for us, the climax of the movie, Caroline? Oh, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> So the climax of the movie, (laughs) for a a number of reasons, and I'm building it up too much, but... It can't be described how funny it was. It can't be described how funny it was. So watching it, you're having fun with your friend, you're talking. Sometimes, and this happened like three times during the movie, Caroline would make a joke about what was about to happen. Like, wouldn't it be funny if this happened? Wouldn't it be funny if this happened? It It literally happened. And then it did. And And then it would be like sad. one One of the things was... After his daughter passed away, and he's oh. like, "Oh, I need to be a good father." Him driving back to the same no, spot, no. When he and when he dances, so so he gets out of the car, and 
by himself. No, I hate he, it. He danced. He puts in the CD. Yeah, he puts in the CD, which is just so like this bad. boop, 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 boop. Yeah, it's like, like a it, fun song. Yeah, too. it wasn't like washing pads and like synths and stuff like the I can only imagine score that you would imagine that you would put under a moment like that. It was just like kind of an Ingrid Michaelson song. <laughs> it was. And, and there's just like this actor director uh, who he's just like mediocre at best God, and he's directing himself he's and he's so like sweaty. this is my so, moment everyone was sweaty so and he's sweaty. just like closing his eyes and just and, and it's like it's in the golden hour too and so just see this like kind of schlubby man <laughs> slow dance with himself and then the best part too was like it panned really far back so you see like just how ridiculous he looks and it's supposed to be like a really touching no thing. one for miles and they Niles. like split screen it with oh, her yeah. face. And there's like an inset of her, you know, dead girl dancing yeah. around. And then he like flashes to like her wedding day. Oh, that's right. And he oh has a God. dream the night he has before. A dream. Yeah, and all yeah, of the yeah. bridesmaids are like petting her. It like fades into his dream. <laughs> yeah, because it's like she won't fulfill her ultimate potential of getting married. Getting married. He'll never get to give her away. I've never seen Kevin laugh so hard as when yeah. that moment so, happened. I knew literally, it was, I knew he it was went coming. purple. Yeah, like, really? You were I, done. I haven't laughed that hard in six years. <laughs> wow. Yep. I mean, truly, it was, he I almost He knew it had to be up. coming, though, from the minute she was like, Daddy danced of with course. me, and he didn't. Oh, of course. Then well, he went back to the spot. I didn't yeah. know the girl was going to die midway through. No. So yeah. it was, I, I, I burst the midway. blood vest. Yeah, I threw it. <laughs> Um, yeah, you said I feel like I'm gonna throw up. I d- I was like choking. It was insane. I know people say I'm screaming, but I'm sh- I'm. <laughs> Caroline's Literally neighbors screaming. did not file a noise complaint. I don't know why. <laughs> Thank God. But uh, here's the here's the kind of rah rah final speech at the end. We can cut this short if we need to. It's so I tot- long. I totally tuned out at this Me part. Me In that first part, her death forced me to realize that <laughs> it was pretty. Not useful. only had I not taken advantage of the priceless time I had with her but that I did not truly understand how crucial Running my role was as a father to her. <laughs> he almost sounds like a George W. Bush impression. Since her passing, I've asked God to show me through his word how to be the father that I need to be. I now believe that God desires for every father to courageously step To five-way step up marry their fans like and their me. wives. Do your resolution. the lives of his children. But more than just being there, providing for them. Uh-huh. He's to walk with them through their young lives. But not run. Be a visual representation <laughs> of the character of God, their father in heaven. The father should love his children and seek to win their hearts. He should protect them, win their discipline hearts. them, mm-hmm. and teach them about God. Bank the shit out of them. He should model how to walk with integrity and treat others Make them feel nasty. <laughs> he should call out his children to become responsible men and women. He should take them to a fancy restaurant, give them jewelry, wine <laughs> and dine them. Some men will hear this and mock it or ignore it. But That's I tell you that as a father, me. you are accountable to God for the position of influence he has given you. That's fine. You can't fall asleep at the wheel. Well, Only to wake up one day and realize that your job Emma. I mean, or your Emily. hobbies have no eternal value. Simile? What's her name? But the souls of your children her do. Name's not Simile. Simile. Some men will hear this and agree with it. Hell yeah. But have no resolve to live it out. Oh. <laughs> and we Instead, call those... they will live for themselves <laughs> and waste the opportunity to leave a godly legacy for the next generation. Uh-huh. Uh, is there any more? It's so long. But there are some no, men. No, the best part's coming. 
Me? Regardless of the mistakes we've made in the past. Uh, made a few. Regardless of what our fathers did not do for us. Take us to Chili's? We'll give the strength of our arms and the rest of our days to what loving God with strong? all that we are. I want to get to the I will part. The, same. the what part? I will. And whenever possible, <laughs> oh, to love and mentor right. others who have no father in their lives. I'd love if it panned around and there's no one in the church. <laughs> help and direction. All right, good run it's through. It's like two guys and one guy's just We are inviting like, any man <laughs> whose heart is willing and courageous uh, hey, to that's join us in the movie. <laughs> in my home, the decision has already been made. Oh, they're, they're getting the you Avengers to back together. You my family. <laughs> We got to take down Thanos Christ, with our five-way dad marriage. We're the I Infinity will. Stones. No. We have the Infinity Stones. Who will accept the responsibility of providing and protecting my family? I will. Who will ask God to break Who's the chain a good of conservative columnist? in my family's history? George I will. will. <laughs> Who will pray for and bless my children to boldly pursue whatever God calls them to do. You just, it is I am their father. I will. I will kill you. I accept I will this kill responsibility you. and it is my privilege to embrace it. All right. God, what a slog. Oh. And the movie like barely accounts for people that don't have dads. Oh, of course not people that have two has moms. Everyone has a dad in this movie. Right, yeah. They're just like, uh, and for the ones that don't, uh, someone adopt them. Yeah, you exactly. You know, like make sure. Sucks for you. Yeah. Um, oh wait, we missed the part of his speech where, where he literally just says, "Research has proven that kids need a daddy." <laughs> oh no, he says, daddy. "Yeah, he does say that." Oh, we had to rewind God. that a few times Unsighted to make sure the closed captioning research. wasn't off. Yeah. Studies have shown that I'm dope as hell. <laughs> <laughs> And then my son Dylan is a real dork. <laughs> the nerd surveys are in. <laughs> Dylan's number one on the top of the list. And it does. I mean, the Avengers thing, it makes the role of fatherhood being a superhero. Like yeah. central 100%. to everything. And the whole thing is reactivating probably like lazy ass guys who are, you know, probably not yeah. that, that attentive, but the answer is then like, you're everything. You're militant you're, about it. The, 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 the working with the mother or what you do if a mother is absent is not addressed in the slightest no. in, in terms of like <laughs> yeah. the role of father. Which is real important. If you're going to make mm -hmm. a movie about daddies, you got to work out that clause. Get some mommies. <laughs> is there a mom clause at the end of the resolution? <laughs> is there a Mrs. In case, in case the dad dies, the mom has to do all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like the Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The courageous clause. <sighs> I don't know how to be a good dad. Mm, you don't after watching this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't get the lesson. Uh, well, let's get to... It's a tough job. I don't envy it. Being a dad? Yeah, being a papa. Yeah, I may not do it. I mean, what if I, I would it be like a cool feminist mood to make my kids call me dad? <laughs> yes. That'd be so funny. Wait, would they call Nate dad too? <laughs> They'd call him mom. <laughs> Wait. Imagine so, a little like two year old that looks kind of like me. Like, hey, hey, dad, can I go to the park? <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Wait, I've never heard of this. I might do Teach that. Teach your kids to have gender neutral pronouns for you. Yeah. Hey, parent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hello. Uh, let's get to our final thoughts about the movie, the way this works, Nina. Oh, yeah. As we give a holy toast or holy roast to okay. the movie in the form of a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Holy toast. We're sending Courageous and all these daddy cops all the way to heaven. Ooh, sorry. So loud. So loud. 
<laughs> some loud fathers <laughs> jumped. Some rude boys. Oh, Holy oh, roast. That resolution is burning to cinders in hell. Caroline, as always, we'll start with you. Oh, what a great kickoff to Daddy Month. Couldn't have been better. We're the second weekend. Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What a great second week kickoff. Which uh, continues the tradition of last month when we right. didn't kick off until the second month. It's on purpose. Yes. Um, the, <laughs> this movie is so funny at parts that I really do recommend if you want to have a good time with some pals and you have, you know, 17 hours on on your <laughs> on hand, like, go for it. That said, there's, of course, a lot of regressive, very patriarchal stuff, a lot of weird racial things that weren't quite done right. And it's, I'm thinking back, I'm like, who am I to judge this? But also, like, it wasn't outright terrible, but it definitely wasn't right. It was just literally the like most ignorant. Deaf? Yes, yeah. very completely tone deaf. deaf. Yeah. And uh, that's not great. Just purely as a movie, very difficult to follow. A lot of third act problems. Oh, my gosh. They felt like there were seven acts, and there were just so many plot lines, so, so many, many stories, so many, like, things that they tied up that they didn't need to, or that things that they began that they didn't need to. It was like the Christian Magnolia. Yeah, I said to Kevin at one point, I'm like, this is yeah. like the Christian crash. This is <laughs> yeah. just also just, but making a mess. <laughs> just a mess. Uh, and you know they're intertwined from the beginning because they're yeah. all on the same cop team. Magnolia. Uh, that said, I am getting together with four other couples to form a resolution pact. So this movie has had a great effect on me, uh, and I can't wait to have a. a we should do this podcast marriage re- resolution with a bunch of podcasters and oh, have like a five-way yes, podcast, marriage. podcast marriage. So I'm going to give this a holy roast. Holy roast from oh. Caroline. To Nina. You know what? I don't regret spending two hours and nine minutes watching <laughs> it. Kind of me to say. <laughs> this is the thing. Like I love. Bad movies. Mm-hmm. They're so fun. I'm gonna give it a holy toast <gasps> because I really want to watch it again with friends. You you really do. It's I, gonna it's, it's gonna make it come alive. You could make a party out of this whole, this event. Yeah, and it was so ambitious. And like, <laughs> yeah. there's probably Easter eggs that I didn't catch Easter the first eggs. time. <laughs> Duggars for sure. Yeah. Oh I yeah, that we didn't. Yeah, it they was, did a whole episode about it. Apparently, really. The Duggars said it was like the Duggars go Hollywood by right. going to Georgia and shooting this movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it, and it, it, it wouldn't be a real Christian movie without like the ignorant tone deaf <laughs> things. I embrace it. It's par for the course. I'm proud. What was his name? Alex Kendrick. He did Alex it. Kendrick. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I love. <gasps> I love that he gave himself the lead role. Yeah, because er, he's so. Someone's got to do it. So bear the burden. Hustle. Get he, your money. Okay, this is. We gotta talk about this because. Like the African American, his name was Nathan. I think yeah. was so like exponentially more you attractive. Would think Nathan's very handsome. the most attractive. Would <laughs> well, like he yeah. helped it. Her husband's name was Nathan. Uh, he was though. Like he I was like so much more actor handsome. Yeah, than the like, rest oh, of the he group, has to be like, like a real actor. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> Everyone was so unattractive. I couldn't get over how unattractive everyone was. And maybe that's like progressive in some way too. You know, like just put like <laughs> regular like people office. on the screen. Yeah. Like Holy I want to see me up there. Oh my you know? gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, well, it was a situation like Fireproof again where half of it was volunteers was from about, the church. Like just their family. That would make sense because yeah. I IMDb'd all of them and like, they're and they're all, like, like only this credit is, only is credit. this. <laughs> and then maybe one other Alex so Kinder. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, I mean, this was responsible for... 
Again, the hardest I've laughed in yeah. six years. So, yeah. Since, do you guys want to know the last time? Yes. Yeah. It's not that good of a story. I don't know why I teased it so much. <laughs> yeah, you there's like this thing. Secret. There's this thing that I started doing every year, seven years ago, called the Paul Lind Halloween special. Oh, I've been. Where we watch. Yes. Yes. You've been a few times. And um, we watch it together. And it's just like this insane, crusty, shag carpet relic of like a variety show mm-hmm. from 1978 or whatever it was. And it's Kiss and Florence Henderson and <laughs> Betty White oh and God. Margaret Hamilton from Wizard of Oz. They were all hopped up on cocaine. Wow. And Paul Lind is just like this hilarious man in the middle of it. And his bad jokes are good jokes. The thing is, there's this undercurrent of darkness to the whole thing. But one year, because again, this all just started by chance. One year, we thought, hmm, there's some DVD extras. Let's check out our <laughs> DVD extras. No. And oh, yeah. there's this one extra called Paul Lind Trivia. We're like, oh, man, let's be weird or interesting let's see what this is and it was just floating quotes of in descending order of sadness just like pure despair my dad never loved me he disapproved of my career in showbiz but it's just text and there's like 60s music playing behind it and it's just pictures of him and the text is floating in and i i yeah i i fell down i hurt my knee i banged my head on a coffee table and i I kept laughing oh my gosh that is brilliant it was it was a a great time i recommend that it's on youtube and so is this going to be your new uh halloween tradition watching wow it was such a once in a (laughs) there are so many just irresponsible things about it and it it feels (laughs) it feels i'm guys i'm in a tough position kev i don't want to give this like super racially problematic (laughs) you know cop relations problematic daddy issues here's the thing. Do you think a Christian woman has ever directed a Christian movie? Mm. There's gotta be one. Mm. Gosh, I hope so. I don't know, man. It'll take a, I don't know either. Take a deep dig. Think about how, how few there are in just regular culture. Right. How much less Well, yeah, so. it's already, yeah. It's already like... A silly mm. percentage. Yeah. It's a it's a super silly percentage. It's a real kooky problem. <laughs> it's a cuckoo for so cocoa funny. Puss percentage. <laughs> uh, that being said, I had the best time uh, with Caroline as usual when watching these movies. We can't not watch. I I'm it's gonna so much I'm better. gonna lose my mind if we yeah if we can't if we had to because before I was like anytime we did a movie I was like this is such a drag yeah and I figured out no you're watching them with Nate have oh, a I'm good time a great time yeah. uh, <laughs> gotta get me one of those Nates yeah uh, everyone needs a Nate. But um, to absolve myself of whatever hatred I'll get for taking any other stance, I'll give it a holy roast. <laughs> oh, take a stance. I'll give it a holy roast. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, I think you can still That's roast fair. things that you enjoy. That like, right. gave you entertainment. Yeah. 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 Uh, also, I stand by your toast too. No, oh, I no stand by it. You have all. I yeah, stand of course by it. Yes. Oh, and I would join you if you had that party Thanks to watch it. I'm, oh. I'm gonna dress up as oh, one yes. of the cops. This I'll be. I'll wear my naggy wife outfit, which is my normal clothes. <laughs> We're coming to you live from the floor of Courageous Con 2019. <laughs> we see a lot of men oh and God, very is that few Alex women. <gasps> Hall H panel. Kendrick's like, it's me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, uh, but anyway, we're not the final word on this. You're the final word, dear listeners. So go to at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter, give it a holy roast or a holy toast, or you can put it in the space between. <laughs> 
So get out there and Pokemon go to the polls. And we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. This part of the show is cracks me up because it's like seven. Because I'm not saying anything. I'm just like that. Oh, and then it's if just, you'll boing, boing, boing. <laughs> it's just me interrupting myself with a computer. <laughs> oh man. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. <laughs> Saving the world. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call that off-air segment stuff that would get us banned mm. from this town. Yeah. <laughs> Which we've done a few times. <laughs> Uh, now let's transition into a different time. Let's transition into lifting it up. That's right. Nina, on this show, I think you're familiar with these pads. We sat under many of Brian Ortiz's uh, (laughs) worship set. Gentle strumming. We're not here to, good morning, Rowdy Let's I always think blue light when I hear that kind of music. Mm -hmm. In the Psalms, (laughs) it says this specific voice. Again, I was there too. We're not here to plug ourselves and promote mm. our projects and to promote. We're not here seeking the approval of man and the glory of man. We're here to lift it up as a sacrifice to the Lord. Sacrifice. And by lift it up, I mean the projects we're working on, the things we're promoting. <laughs> and our social not media. Promoting. Yeah. And we'll go popcorn style with everyone, you know, popcorn. <laughs> praise you feel led. And yeah, we just want to make a space for that. No. So, Caroline, we'll start with you. <laughs> Popcorn around. Oh, <laughs> daddy, up in heaven, my sweet daddy. Father God. Father yes. God. <laughs> yes. Mr. Dolly. Daddy. I'm listening. <laughs> Give me a ring. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> As you know. Oh, boy. <laughs> my goddess, my rock. Rihanna is Your back mom. at it again in the entertainment industry. She's mm. taking a break from retail to promote Ocean's 8, and mm. I am doing the same. Uh, it's coming out June 8th. <laughs> Caroline hasn't seen it yet. I haven't seen it This is coming out yet. after it comes out. I support it wholeheartedly. I actually truly can't wait to see it. I think it's going to be a good time. And I love those Ocean's movies. Yeah. I think they're a blast. Mm-hmm. So if you can be lifting Rihanna up specifically, but I guess the whole Ocean's 8 crew... Um, and you can lift me up at Caroline's Farts on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, the only oceans for me is that song "Oceans" by Hillsong. Oceans Eight. But I still and love. No, it. wait, we should put that out as a theme to Oceans Eight. An option for Oceans Eight. We are too I late. We'll steal your jewelry. Yeah. All right. Uh, with Nina, Mindy. Over here. Over there. I'm going to kind of stay in the theme that you started. Oh. I want to 
lift up the rock. Ooh, right yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm really excited for Skyscraper. I'm excited too. And I love the rock what more is than this any. Movie? Wait, I it's don't even Sky know Hard. This is. Have you seen Die Hard? Hard? It's literally Sky Hard. It's it's like The Rock <laughs> is in an t- anthology he, TV show of movies that come out every four months. I don't understand. He has a, a fake leg in part of it, and he jumps. I don't know. I Amazing. Just, I love The Rock. Um, so I want to <laughs> lift him up for sure. And this whole skyscraper, Nev Campbell is in it. And I'll lift up. Come see me on Herald Night. Can I lift that up? Hell yeah. Of course. Yeah. What nights? You, uh, Monday nights at UCB Monday Theater. Monday nights at UCB. Franklin. Where can we lift you up on social? On Instagram at Nina underscore Concepcion. Mm. No tweets. You can follow my Twitter, I guess. <laughs> Nina M. Concepcion. We talked about Twitter. We're, yeah. We're, yeah, I'm trying to like take a step back from Twitter. I appreciate your philosophy on yeah, this. It's I think hard. it's good. Nina yeah. and I had a good conversation about call-out culture and stuff. Oh, you did? And you yeah. you actually, in that conversation, lifted up a book called... Oh, okay. So you've, so been, you've been publicly been... shamed by John Ronson? Uh, yes, oh, and I I've can't recommend it. Change okay. my life. Change Ooh, my life. Wait, I want to so hear good. the talk after this. Yeah. Mm. What so say. good. Okay. I want to watch the talk after this. <laughs> See what Sarah Gilbert's going to get up to next. <laughs> <laughs> We're a family. Oh, my own show? Never mind. <laughs> uh, you can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. I'll lift up two things. One, Joe Para Talks With You Ooh. is a new show on Adult Swim that is Ooh. inexplicably good and sweet and lovely you hear adult swim and you think like Like, yeah i'm a meatball like yeah like just like really aggressive aggro yeah aggro male stuff this show made me cry it's a very gentle it's this stand-up named joe para who does a character named joe para who is a sweet midwestern man who shows you different beautiful things about life oh wonderful it is gorgeous and check out his sets on like conan i think he did uh, the tonight show and seth myers so watch that show it's on adult swim now and also an album uh called the future in the past by natalie press a girl who used to be a backup singer for jenny lewis really excellent kind of like r&b kind of soulful type record very good very good and you can, of course, lift us up at Good Christian, or no, at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Join the Facebook group. Uh, and then leave <laughs> us a review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Every review you leave us, we donate a dollar to charity. This month's charity is. Yeah, we pick a new one every month uh, just to help kind of bring awareness here and there. So I asked everyone for their suggestions, actually, of charities that they thought would be good. And Church I got uh, <laughs> and I got this one a lot. It's called Preemptive Love. Um, and they are going right to the front line of war in Iraq and Syria and helping people rebuild their lives in that area and giving them jobs and just giving like straight up needs that they need there so uh check them out give to preemptive love yourself all right preemptive love mm-hmm. mm. Mm. it's my favorite song preemptive it's love, a weird name got to... <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to make fun of a charity no name. let's take them down a notch <laughs> let's Humble workshop this place <laughs> nina thank you so much nina for thanks for coming so much for thanks for sharing this is amazing this show. it was a blast and there's nothing left to say Except for follow us on Patreon. Follow us on Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash good Christian fun. Subscribe to Second Service. It's real fun. What's going on this week? Oh, coming up this week, actually. Yeah, yeah. We have a special tape that we got submitted That's to right. us. We, found we have a it. special tape that we found 
that has some juicy info some about upcoming stuff. movies. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna want to check it out. It's <laughs> really, really interesting. But other than subscribe to Patreon and become a Patreon saint, there's nothing left to say except for, in all of Pod's people said, Amen. Amen. Let's go out with a song called Courageous by Casting Crowns, which they did right for the movie. No. We were made to be courageous. (laughs) We were made to lead the way. Kevin. Yeah. How do we get this gig? I want the Raw Dogs to write a song for a Christian movie. I think by the time they hobble up to God's Not Dead 5 starring Roseanne. We got this. I think we're going to be fine. (laughs) They'll make room for us. All right. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. It's me, ain't me, great. I'm still waiting in the car for my kids to get back from their soccer practice. Hi, y'all. Okay. I, I, I'm truly, my patience is being tested by the Lord today. Uh, still waiting, still waiting. But I'm this close to leaving now. Uh, but, well, I got you. Kevin and Caroline wanted me to let y'all know that next week on GCF, they're going to be listening and listening into Five Iron Frenzy. That's like one of them sky bands, y'all. Five Iron. That's Iron Frenzy. Specifically, their debut album, Upbeats and Beatdowns, which I think you can find on like all the streaming services and stuff. Uh, I hope their music's as good as mine. I even think, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I think they do a cover of one of my songs on that album. For real. No, I think they definitely do. So listen to it next week for good Christian fun. That was a HeadGum Podcast.